Amen. As we remain standing for the reading of God's holy word, we are so grateful this morning for those of you that have joined us, to those that are joining us by way of internet, by way of radio. Thank you for still believing in the power of worship. Amen. Somebody in here believe in the power of worship. Amen. God will remember even when others have forgotten. As we continue this series that God gave us for 2018, the theme for this year is entitled A Time of Harvest. And as we said to you on the first Sunday of January that throughout this year, God will give us messages to share that will encourage, messages that will uplift, messages that will challenge us, messages that will make us look at ourselves and say, I can do better. I must do better. Amen. Someone, here's one of those messages on this morning. This is the a third message of the fourth message, I'm sorry, of this series. The text is found in the book of Jeremiah, chapter number eight, one verse, verse 20. And we're reading that verse from the New International Version. Jeremiah, the eighth chapter and the 20th verse. This series, once again, is a time of harvest. A time of harvest. Hear the reading of God's word. Verse 20. The harvest is past. The summer has ended. And we are not yet saved. Read that again. The harvest is past. The summer has ended. And we are not Say, <laughs> I added the word one translation put not yet delivered not yet set free <laughs> do me a favor look at someone that is standing next to you here's the subject for today's message look at them and repeat these words say to them don't miss your season don't miss your season. You may be seated. Don't miss your season. Whew. Yeah, yeah. This is a special word for somebody this morning. I, I, I felt this. The enemy must... I've known that somebody needed this. Tried everything to get me not to preach this. Voice is gone. And enemy telling me, I think you're getting sick. And chest hurt and you're congested. And you can't preach this. Uh, save it. I told the devil, you're a liar. Somebody needs to hear this word. So look behind you and encourage someone and say, don't you miss this season in your life. Listen, my brothers and sisters, perhaps one of the most tragic 
things in life is when someone misses out, I want you to hear this, on a God-given opportunity to receive a special blessing. I'm not talking about what mama can do for you or what daddy can do for you. Some 10 cents raise on your job. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. That's, that's common stuff. The world gets that every day. <laughs> but I'm talking about a God-given, supernatural, miraculous whew, opportunity. I'm talking about turning it all the way around opportunity. I'm talking about from poverty to wealth. A God-given special blessing, special opportunity. Listen, I, I told the church this morning at 8, as a young man, someone said this to me, and it never left me. They said to me that there is nothing worse, young man, than seeing someone who has missed their season of blessing. And unfortunately, don't even realize what they've missed. <laughs> there have been times in my youth and in my young adult days, I was so full of me. I thought everything revolved around me getting ahead. God got to do this for me. That I perhaps missed some moments that God says, I really want to do something, but you don't stay still long enough. Always one project after another, one thing after another. And you miss what God has for you. May I preach this? Yes, there are those who have missed their season of harvest. And they don't even know it. <laughs> They've missed it. They... They're they living their life, going through the motions, form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Don't even know it. There's a wonderful quote that I've asked them to put on the board for you that I heard. In fact, I heard it again Friday at a homegoing service. The author is Leonard Ravenhill, and he and he issued these words that fit so appropriately, this quote, uh, with this message, and as they put it on the board. If not, then just hear this quote that he says. He says that the opportunity of a lifetime needs to be seized okay, during the lifetime of the opportunity. Hear this again. We're going to get it up there for you. It says this, that the opportunity of a lifetime needs to be seized during the lifetime of the opportunity. Don't you try to seize it when it's gone. There's nothing worse than somebody who missed their season. You, you ever seen folk like that? They... Old folks still trying to play basketball with young folk and getting crippled and maimed. Come on, hopping. 
put me in the senior citizen league. I know when it's done. <laughs> and, and, and there are folk who still try to tell you they can still do some things that, quite honestly, you can't do. Am I right about it? The opportunity has gone. And so the quote says again, the opportunity of a lifetime needs to be seized during the lifetime of the opportunity. What are they saying? They said, don't you miss out on a God-given opportunity to bless your life. Don't you sit back and miss it and then realize that I wish I would have moved quickly. Should have done it when God told me to do it. Ooh, I'm preaching to someone. Some people think that their harvest is a guarantee. They think their harvest is automatic. Some people think they can live like they want to, do what they want to, and live a hellish life and respect heavenly rewards. That happened. But the Bible says you reap what you You can't be mean to people all your life and think one day somebody's going to bless you with niceness and kindness. Can I preach? You, you cannot help people when they're in need. And when you get in need, you wonder why nobody's coming to help you. If you want friends, you must first show yourself to be friendly. When you could have been nice to folk, you were mean, nasty, spiteful, hateful. Amen. Nothing worse than sin. Not, 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 not y'all, but nothing worse than sin. Old, mean, grumpy old person that just, just, that just somehow they miss out on and blaming everybody. And nobody won't help me. Ain't nobody love me. Where the church when I need them. Well, where were you when somebody needed you? Where were you when you were riding all high and mighty, living all great, and all the labels on your back, and all kinds of cars and houses? And yeah, you didn't help anybody else. And now I, I, I need to preach to somebody. Tell somebody you'll see it again. Your harvest, God told me to take my time, mother, and preach this. Your harvest is not automatic. It is not guaranteed. In fact, there's a wonderful scripture in Genesis chapter 6 and verse 3, the New Living Translation. God says to Noah about that wicked generation. He says, the spirit of the Lord will not put up with man always. Spirit of the Lord would not put up with man always. Why? Because he is mortal. In other words, there will come a time in which God gets sick of you. Somebody said, I need to check their theology out, Pastor. There will be a time in which God takes his hands off you. You don't believe me? Ask King Saul. King Saul was raised and chosen by God and 
The Bible says heads and shoulders above everybody else. He became king, but there was a time when Saul was too full of himself and, and forgot about the anointing that was on his life. And the Bible said the spirit of God left and a spirit of evil invaded the place where God was. Although he was still king, he was no longer anointed. Whole lot of folk walking around as if you still got it. You still may be walking and talking, but the anointing has left you. God said, I have rejected Saul. This is not my theology. This is God's theology. I have raised up somebody out of the house of David. I need me a humble servant. I need me somebody that's not always looking for something. I raise up somebody out of the house of David, the musician to King Saul, shepherd boy, and I will anoint him. Tell me what God will do. And here's the key, and I will preach this on the fourth Sunday in February. Nothing worse than when the glory is gone, and you don't even know it. Saul operated as king for several more years. But here's the key. Look at somebody and say, with no anointing. Ooh, I feel like preaching. A whole lot of folk come to church, and you're in the building, but you're not under the anointing. Because God's been calling you week after week, year after year. Make this commitment. Turn your life around. Do it now. There will be a time in your life, whew, as sad as what it may be, which you may not feel that pull anymore. What we must remember as we stated in the first message of this series, that, that the pathway to your blessings is a process. Tell somebody it is a process. That process leads to a successful harvest. And if we are not willing to obey or follow the process, then there will be no harvest of blessings. You can't do what you want to do and expect God to bless you all the time. You can't be hard-headed and stiff-necked. And, and the only time you come to God is when you're broke, busted, and disgusted. When you get bad news, when you go to the doctors and the doctors can't do you any good. Only time you come to God is after you get fired, after you get laid off. Well, where were you when you were rolling and making money? Why didn't you pay tithe then? I hope y'all love me after today. I've got to tell you what God says. It is also important. Whew. For us to note that there is a particular season to harvest. I want you to know this, that there is a particular time in our lives which God says, now is the time for your blessings. After you've done everything you know how to do, there comes a time, because see, even when it looks right, it's not always right. I told the church this morning, I ran across a friend of mine who listens by way of radio, goes to another church. He said, man, I heard you on the radio, and you blessed me, and I'm a gardener and a farmer. And he says, and one of the things I thought about, that there are times in which the fruit on the tree looks ripe, but it's not ready to be harvested. 
And, and if you only go by the way it looks, you've got to have patience and wait for the right time to get what is yours. Because a whole lot of us go for the shiny bling bling things. And we're with it for a while, but then we find out the same demon they were with the relationship before you is who they are now. Amen. Maya Angelou said when people show you who they are the first time, you ought to believe it. What make you think you're the third relationship and all three of them been abused and misused and treated like a dog and you think they're going to come to you and some reason without God in their life they're going to be different? No, they were a dog five years ago. They're a dog five years later with five years experience. I need to preach. You better wait on your season. Tell somebody, don't you miss your season. You're, you're waiting on the wrong thing. You're missing something good, looking for something shiny. Everything that shines not gold. Everything that looks good is not always good. I've been fooled before. I've, I've gone to my favorite store, the Fresh Market. And I've looked at apples, and what I've discovered is that they got a guy that I know he speaks to me all the time, and he shines those apples up. And sometimes you can put a shine on a red apple and say, that's the one. And I get a chip, and I eat it in my car before I go home. And I say, it looks good, but it doesn't always taste good. And sometimes you get the one with no shine, and woo, help me, Holy Ghost. And it has the best taste. Help me preach this. Look at somebody say, you better look beyond the shine. Some of these red apples ain't got nothing but a shine on it. But no taste. There's a season. Tell somebody there's a season. Don't miss your season. Solomon writes in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. Solomon says these words, For everything there is a season. There is a time for every activity under the heaven. There is a time to be born. And there's a time to die. A time to plant. Someone help me shout out a time to harvest. Ooh, don't miss that time. Solomon said there is a time to reap a harvest. In our text today, we have a tragic example of a group of people who sadly realized too late that they had missed their harvest season. They missed their God-given opportunity to be blessed. The time was 586 B.C. This was during the reign of King Zedekiah of Judah. The brutal leader and dictator of Babylon by the name of Nebuchadnezzar had invaded Jerusalem, 
and had carried away in captivity those young people, as you've heard me preach before, bright, most promising young people of Judah. God raises up a prophet by the name of Jeremiah. And he makes it clear through the prophetic utterances of Jeremiah that it was because of their disobedience. It was because of their stubbornness, their hard-heartedness, that they were able to find themselves in that situation that they're in right now. Go with me, if you will, to verses 5 and 6. The NIV translation and verses 12 and 13 of this very same chapter. God tells us what happened to them. In verses 5 and 6 of Jeremiah chapter 8, NIV translation, it reads, God says to them, Why then have these people turned away? You have so many people who, who, who have turned from God. And God wondered, why have they turned away? Then he asked the question, why does Jerusalem always turn away? Chapter 8 and verse 5 and 6, NIV translation he says, they cling to their deceit. Just go with me with it. They cling to their deceit. They refuse to return. Verse 6 says, I have listened attentively, but they do not say what is right. None of them repent of their wickedness, saying, what have I done. Each pursues their own course like a horse charging into battle. In other words, every man for himself. Everybody think they're the smartest, they're the greatest. Everybody want to get ahead. Folk are so sensitive. Folk are so conceited. And we're living among folk that only care about me, myself, and I. But God says, payday is coming. After a while, I like the old church, Deacon Johnny, that said, put your time in. Payday is coming. After a while, look at verse 12 of chapter 8 of the book of Jeremiah. It says, are they ashamed of their detestable conduct? In other words, you walk around with no shame. No, they have no shame at all. They do not even know how to blush. So they will fall among the fallen. They will be brought down when they are punished, says the Lord. May I preach this? Look at verse 13. God said through Jeremiah, I will take away their harvest. There will be no grapes on the vine. There will be no figs on the tree. And their leaves will wither. What I have given them, I will take from them. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. 
God told him, I gave you houses you did not build. I gave you that promotion. I gave you that job. But you've gotten so full of yourself that you think you made it on your own. I brought you from a mighty long ways when you can barely rub two nickels together. When your family ate fat back and cornbread and nothing else, I bless you. I allowed you to matriculate to institutions of higher learning. I put degrees behind your name, but yet you've gotten so fancy. What happened? Look at your modesty, neighbor. What happened? And the glory of folk don't pray like they used to pray. What happened? Folk don't call on the name of the Lord like they used to. What happened? Bradley folk don't get on their knees and lock themselves in until they get a breakthrough. What happened? We've gotten in such a hurry. We become so self-important. We think we can email a prayer request in and in 30 seconds get deliverance. But what happened to but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. What happened to wait I said on the Lord and be of good courage. Wait on the Lord. What happened? And when you say, God, whenever you get ready. It's your fault. Verses 5 and 6, 12 and 13. You've become detestable. And so now, look at the text. They find themselves, I'm almost done. In a strange land going through a familiar experience being separated from their God they had become spoiled they were so used to getting in trouble and then God making ways out of nowhere preach Pastor Jackson they were so used to having a prophet call on God and God send deliverance. They were so used to just marching around the walls and the walls fall down. And so they thought we can do what we want to do and certainly God will deliver us. But not this time. Preaching to somebody now. God said not this time. God said I, I brought you out before. You were in bondage in Egypt and I delivered you. The Hittites and the Amorites and all those other rights came against you. And I delivered you. But look at you now. You have become, quote, backsliding heifers. That's what God says. You have gone whoring under every green tree. I kept bringing you out. You kept going back. You wouldn't even bless me. You've turned my temple into a den of thieves. You come with your cute praises. You come with your little sedated sacrifices. And you think that can appease me. 
God said, not this time. And so here they are in a strange land. And God takes 70 years to send deliverance. He waits until all of those folk die. God said, those of you who went in, you're going to die in bondage. It's going to be 70 years before I send deliverance. And here is our text. Now they realize this time is different. We've called on God, but he hasn't answered. Ooh, we've hung our instruments on the willow trees. We've declared how can we sing the songs of Zion in a strange land. Look at the text in Jeremiah 8, 20. They come to this realization, which according to the theologian, Matthew Henry perhaps is the saddest realization that a person of faith can ever come to. That you've missed your season. I'm preaching to somebody now. Listen to the words of the text. The harvest is past. The summer has ended. And we are not saved. Something has happened. The Message Bible puts it in a way perhaps that we can understand it a little better. The Message Bible puts it this way. The crops are in. Ooh. The summer is over. But for us, nothing has changed. We're still stuck here. We are still waiting to be rescued. Speak to us, Lord. God says, I'm speaking to somebody right now and telling you, I'm not going to put up with you always. I've given you chance after chance, told you to be an example. There will be a time in which you're going to miss it. And when you miss it, it's gone. When it goes, it goes. God, shit. Because of your stiff neck disobedience, because of your egotistical, arrogant attitude, you find yourself stuck in a strange place and, and the season of deliverance has passed you by. But I stopped by to tell you, it doesn't have to be your story. <laughs> tell somebody it doesn't have to be your story. Because God says that in this season of blessings, I'm calling somebody's name right now. I, I'm walking down the hallways. I'm tapping you on the shoulder. I'm, I'm encouraging you to make this your day and make this your moment. Don't you think that tomorrow is promised just on this week, we've got a funeral coming. On Tuesday, someone who's a distant cousin of mine got the flu and 21 years old died on Friday. Healthy died on Friday. I'm not sure what God is doing, but I do know this. When God speaks to you, 
you need to listen to his voice. Look at somebody sitting next to you and said, don't miss it. Don't miss your season waiting on something that you think can come that doesn't come from God. Don't miss your season when God calls you young person and say, I don't mind you being a professional. I don't mind you going out there, but don't forget about me. Get up on Sunday morning and come worship God. Find some prayer time in your life. God has been good to you all week long. It, it, it won't kill you to take out two hours of your time on a Sunday morning and say, I don't care what else is going on. This time belongs to God. If you've got a young family. How are you raising your family? Is that the example you want to set for them? That God is secondary to everything else in your life. He's secondary to baseball and football and basketball. And we put them in the cars and we drive all the way across the state and other states just to be there and won't even bring them to church. And then you wonder when they grow up, they have no moral compass. Because when the devil beats on them, you can't shoot a ball through the hoop. When the devil is knocking them down, you can't run 10 yards down the field. When the devil is on their case, you can't knock a ball across the wall. You've got to have a relationship with God. Thank God for the old church. And they didn't have much, but they taught us the value of prayer. Prayer still works. Tell somebody prayer still works. Here's the good news. I'm about to leave. Stand to your feet. Because somebody say, neighbor, it's not too late. God is calling your name. It's not too late to lift your hands and say, I need thee every hour. I need thee. Oh, bless me now. <laughs> it's not too late to call on the name of the Lord and be delivered. It's not too late to say, God, I live and for God I die. It's not too late to say, nothing will take the place of the Lord in my life. It's not too late to tell that demon in your life you got to find somebody else to be with because if you don't love the Lord, you can't walk with me. Not too late. Tell somebody it's not too late. God say it's the season of blessings. It's a season of breakthrough. Listen to Donna Lawrence says, I end this message. God told me to end it right now. I want to reserve some time for this altar. There's a wonderful, powerful song that Donna Lawrence writes. It's simply called Seasons. And the words of the song go like this. I feel seasons everywhere. Please look at someone and say, it's not too late. God's calling you this morning. Perhaps this is your season. I feel blessings in the air. 
those seeds that you've sown, you're going to come into your own. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Ghost. I feel something up in here. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I want you to touch somebody, but I know it's flu season. So look at them and say, walk into your season. Encourage somebody and say, get up. Walk into your season. I believe we're in a time when God's going to bless the saints. Those who stayed, those who prayed, he's going to fulfill the promise he made. For I heard the Spirit say. <laughs> Somebody lift your hands if you want to receive this. I heard. In fact, I'm hearing the Spirit say. The wait is over. The wait is over. The wait is over. Tell somebody, walk, walk into your season. Leave your seats, walk down those aisles. God is calling somebody right now. God is dealing with you right now. Come on. God is dealing with you right now. Come on, quiet. Everywhere, Ooh. and I yeah, yeah, yeah. feel somebody God's, God's speaking to you right now. In the air. Don't miss this moment. Those seeds that you sow uh, will you're come. gonna come into your own Sing. seasons. Uh -huh. Walk into take it from the beginning, from the beginning. Say it one more time. I Seasons everywhere. Look at somebody say everywhere, everywhere. And I <laughs> feel yeah, yeah, blessings in the air. I just believe there's a blessing Those in the air. That you sow, shall you're gonna come into your own seasons, walk into your seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel it. Just wave those hands yes, in the air. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel it. Oh, the seeds that you've sown. It's time to come into your own. Come on and say seed. Walk into your season. I believe I, I, yeah. that we're in a time Woo! when God's gonna bless the saints, those who have stayed and those Woo! who have prayed. Woo! Yeah, yeah, He's gonna yeah. fulfill the promise. Come on, somebody! For I heard the Spirit say. It's your time. It's your time. The wait, the is, wait over. is over. Walk into Woo. your seas. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel that. Yes, I do. 
Yes, I do. Blessings. Oh, the seeds that you sow. You're going to come and see your own. Somebody say seeds. Invested a lot. <laughs> the return has been slow. You throw up your hands. You throw up your hands. Say I give up. Want to give up? I yeah. just can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I hear the spirit say. Sing, Louis. Sing, brother. Walk into your season. Oh, you Somebody say, walk, walk, walk. Get ready, get ready. Walk on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel something up in here today. Somebody's about to be blessed. 
Somebody. You're the seed of Abraham. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody's about to go walk into a wealthy place. Yeah, yeah. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Walk on into your seed. Listen. Put your hands right here on your heart. The wait is over. Donna Lawrence writes, someone is about to walk into a wealthy place. <laughs> I told you last week, God, God spoke it in my spirit. God's going to turn poverty into wealth. Sadness into gladness. <laughs> Disappointment into celebration. Look at somebody and say, get ready. I just believe in the depths of my soul that 2018 is a season of blessings. Now, if you don't want to receive it, that's your business, but I receive that. I believe that God's going to do what God has been waiting to do. Now hear this challenge. Some that are in here now, God's been calling on you for weeks and months, perhaps the last couple of years. It's not a matter of you waiting on the right time. The Bible says the day you hear my voice, that is the day you ought not harden your heart. See, I, I don't know. I don't know. From last Sunday to today, there have been four people funeralized at this church. Two of them together. The daughter died of the flu. The mother had a heart attack when she heard it. She died. And they were funeralized last Sunday. They were members of another church and they used our sanctuary. Ooh. And on this coming week, 21-year-old outstanding young man. Cousin, his family and I grew up together in Arthur Town. Talked to the grandmother just the other night. She says, Darrell, I don't understand. He was so young and healthy. You don't know when it's over. And I'm speaking to somebody right now who thinks you got a whole lot of time. You may not. The question is, will you miss your season? If you've not made a commitment to something greater than yourself, week after week, God has been encouraging you. You put it off and say, not now. Maybe next week. Next week isn't promised to any of us. Ooh. Walk into your season. Come on and tell them, quiet, walk, walk. Ooh. Put a smile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Walk, walk. Walk, 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 walk. Let the yeah. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Just begin to worship him. God's speaking to somebody right now. You're the seed of Abraham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, For it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. 
you gotta believe it to receive it. After this prayer, someone in here, God says, today you get the courage to make that step. You don't have to be perfect. No one in here is perfect. We all are flawed vessels. God's not looking for folk who got it all together. God's looking for those who want him to help them get it together. Ooh. And if you're here, this is your moment. This is your Sunday. This is your season. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you for this word. Harvest has passed. Summer has ended. And nothing for us has changed. We are still not delivered. Woo. We rebuke the devil today. And we say on this day, our testimony shall change. Starting today, our testimony is here I am, Lord. <laughs> Use me. Here I am, Lord. I commit to you, you that are, you are so much greater than anything else the world has to offer. Thank you, Lord, for those who are walking into this season. We thank you for even this morning at 8 o'clock, so many gave their lives to the Lord. And now on this day, perhaps someone viewing by way of internet, listening by way of radio, someone at this altar, someone in this worship center, someone is ready to walk into a brand new season in their lives. This is our prayer and your name we pray and give thanks. Those who know it is already done, say amen. Amen. Look at somebody and say, walk into it. Walk. Come on, if you want to make that commitment, just meet me. Come on. The wait is over. Come on, meet me at this altar. Stand right here. God is calling you. The wait is over. Others are coming. It's Look at God. Somebody, young person, the wait is over. That's right, it's your time. Look at God, come on. God bless you. Wait is over. Yes, it is. I said, It's your time. It's your time. Someone else. God is calling you. It's over. Somebody else is coming. It's your time. Look at God. Somebody else is coming. Come on, young lady, look at God. 
Young, young saints, it's over. Somebody, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirit is saying, it's your time, Ooh, the wait is over, walk, walk As you stand walk, for the benediction, walk, walk, please tell somebody to get ready. Walk, 2018 walk, is your season. Just wave at somebody and say, 2018 is your season. Let the Ooh. Holy Spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Woo. Woo. I feel something. Abraham. God's getting ready to do something. Don't miss it. Don't possess the land. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Don't forget about the open house for our young people next door. Lift those hands. Come back on Tuesday night. There are three key points that we want to share with you. This message has meant so much to me. because When God gave me this message, God said there's so many people that I want to do so much for. Some of you, God says, I, I, I want to bless you in so many ways. In 2018, Tell somebody, don't miss it. God's going to do something. Thank you because you're faithful. You're here every Sunday. Thank you. Ooh. Lift those hands as we lift our hands for the benediction. Now may the Lord bless you. Now may the Lord protect you. Now may the Lord smile on you. Now may the Lord be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor. May the Lord give you his peace. And may this year, oh, got to put it in the atmosphere, may this year of 2018 be unlike any other year you've ever had before. Transform poverty to wealth. Woo. Disappointments to celebration. Ah, do it, Lord. Do it. Help us not to miss what you're doing in this season. In Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen. Ooh. As you go, be blessed. Ooh. Walk into your season. Yeah, yeah. Walk into it. Just go and be blessed. <laughs> Ooh. God's doing something this year. 